everybody, this is the NPC Graveyard. I am the NPC, and today we are going back to the graveyard with Channel Zero Candle Cove. Part 1? I don't know. I finally got my meager tax return, and I was able to use some of it for horror. One of the things I got was a box set of Channel Zero Seasons 1 through 4. I just got through the first half of Season 1, which is only about six episodes, and I just wanted to do a quick show of my thoughts. Channel Zero is one of those productions I was curious about, but also kind of weary because I don't really lock, like a lot of sci-fi channel originals. But the series got some good reviews, and I've been looking at them individually for a little while now, so I decided why not. Quick episode today because I had some time, and again, I've only watched three episodes, so this is more speculation than spoilers. Here we go. Mike Painter is a child psychologist who suffered through the traumatic event of having his twin brother Eddie killed when they were both children. He was just one of five children who were killed in a murder spree that remained a, uh, that remained a mystery for their town for decades. After years of distancing himself from the past, Mike finally goes back home to face his demons. So first off, Mike is the textbook definition of an unreliable narrator. He may not be the official narrator per se, but as the lead protagonist slash primary focus, he's close enough. The episodes are set in a very dreamscape fashion. We're in a frame story of the present and the past, right before the famous murders. The audience loses time between the ragged switches between the two frames. Sometimes we even cut back to the present, with Mike waking up in a daze of where he is. You see, he is also a sleepwalker, so it's hard to say if we can even trust if he's awake or not half the time. The other problem is that he was also recently released from a psychiatric hospital after a psychotic break. So, yeah. Literally everything we are witnessing could be real, a complete delusion, or some twisted road in between. The entire town seems to have some form of illusion as well. The driving force of the mysterious plot is a children's show, Candle Cove. The show isn't found on any normal network channel, and turns on and off by itself depending on who is in the room. To children, it's a creepy puppet show, with distorted special effects. To adults, it's just static on the screen. By the way, I miss static. The whole blue screen channel not available thing we have today is far less entertaining. Anyone who has ever watched those squiggly lines chase one another knows what I mean. Anyway, the show seems to have its own weird power, influencing children to run to the woods, or even having life-size puppets from the show manifest themselves right before someone's eyes, which is creepy as fuck. Now, I'm not going to go into the current events of people purposely doing this to kids' shows today, because horror should always remain as fiction, but unfortunately, I can't say how cool the concept is, because the real world is currently ruining it. 
Another thing I'm really pissed about is what some of the kids were able to get away with in the show. And the fact that the adults were ready to execute Mike in mob form shows that they haven't really changed at all. Yeah, the strange events all stopped after Mike was sent away and seemed to start up again once he returned. So naturally, a few of the townsfolk kidnapped him to try and torture a confession out of him. All the adults in the town who watch the show as kids are plagued by nightmares. So it's not far off that they would be so easily driven to the edge so quickly. Mike was the only one who was freely admitting that the show was causing problems and had to be stopped. So yeah, logically speaking, he is putting himself out there as the prime suspect and the few people who haven't been affected by the show are trying to make heads or tails out of who is the real threat in the town. And then there's the creature wandering around the woods. It's made of teeth and eats teeth. I'm honestly not sure what it has to do with anything or if it's the answer to everything. We kind of join the town when the report when there are reports of break-ins where nothing is stolen or even moved. By episode two or three, we find out that some baby teeth were stolen out of a safe. There's a few other supernatural events happening that I won't touch on, but in my out-of-date theory, that creature is actually one of the kids whose spirit didn't completely pass on. Since there was a scene where someone is asked to give up their teeth as a toll to pay for passing by them. Again, the kids in this show. Anyway, I may have a part two of this show after I watch the last three episodes, or I might not. You know what? We'll find out together, listeners. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. Leave the mysteries to the Scooby Gang, and welcome to the graveyard.